good to be here tonight. Uh, I just want to thank Dwight and Darla and Sean and Angie and all of Freedom Point for giving me this opportunity to come speak to you guys. Um, I also wanted to thank my mom and papa to come, for coming tonight. Uh, I always support, I mean, I always love their support. I can't even talk. I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I just wanted to tell you the, me- the title of the message before I get started. Uh, it's called Be Still and Know That I'm God. I'm na- I named it this because it's something that God really spoke to me while I was going through a really tough time with my faith, and I just wanted to elaborate on that for you guys and really tell my testimony and throw in some other stuff. But before I get into it, I just want to pray. So everybody bow your heads. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for this uh, opportunity to be able to speak this message tonight, Lord. I just ask that you anoint my mouth, Lord, and that you'll anoint my words, God, and that you just help me, help me to bring this message, Lord, and that it'll just touch people all around the building, Lord. And uh, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, I'm sorry. I'm really, really nervous. Uh, I have some social anxiety, as you can tell. But anyways, I just to start off, I wanted to um, just elaborate on my testimony. I just wanted to give you guys some personal, some personal stuff before I get into some other stuff. So uh, basically, some of you guys know me really well. I used to go here, actually. Um, but what you really don't know about me is I had a side to me that I, re- I never really tried to show anybody because it wasn't really a good side of me. Um, I was into stuff. I was cursing all the time. I didn't care. I didn't really care about what God thought about me. I, I drifted away from him as far as I could. Um, I was into some wrong things. I was just cursing. I was around the wrong, around the wrong people, and I really didn't care about God, basically. But um, where it really started, where God really started his pursuit for me and really chasing me uh, was when he gave me some dreams. He gave me some dreams about the rapture. He gave me about four, actually. And in none of those dreams, I actually went. Um, I never went to heaven. And I really took that as something that was that was alarming to me really but when I when I woke up from those dreams I really didn't care I really didn't care I just went along with my business because I wanted to live the way I wanted to live and I didn't want to live the way that God wanted me to but one day I got in the it's out of all places it's really weird I got in the hot tub at my house and uh, I, I looked up I looked up some uh, some other people's experiences with rapture dreams and uh, I just saw all these people that are having these dreams, and it got me thinking, and it really came to my mind that we don't have a lot of time here. We don't have a lot of time left on earth. We need to, we need to uh, get right with the Lord because we can see the signs everywhere. I mean, Revelations is unfolding right before our eyes. But uh, in the hot tub, I really got to thinking, and the Holy Spirit really convicted me of, of my lifestyle. I knew I wasn't living right for God. So basically, I gave my life back to God in the hot tub, and ever since, I've been, I've dedicated my life to God and His plan in my life. Um, but anyways, about two weeks after that, uh, well, the, full, the first two weeks of me re- rededicating my life to God, um, they were fine. I didn't really struggle with anything. I was fine. I just didn't struggle because, and I, I knew the reason was because I wasn't really doing anything to advance the kingdom of God. I wasn't really trying to touch anybody. I wasn't really trying to talk to anybody about God. I was just content with, yeah, I, I was kind of self-centered in a way because 
I was like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm going to heaven. Why would I need to worry about anybody else? But as soon as I started to branch out and talk to other people about God and try to start conversation about the Lord, um, the most, the hardest trial of my life uh, started. It was, um, it was like just cr- crippling doubt just came to my mind. Uh, and at this time, I really didn't realize that it was an attack from the enemy because I've never been this grounded in my faith. I've never really uh, cared this much until now. And the enemy recognized that. He knew that I was trying to win people over to the kingdom. I was trying to advance the kingdom. I was trying to do everything that God wanted me to do. So the enemy brought doubt into my mind. He, just, he, tried, to doubt, he tried to make me doubt that the very existence of God. Like, I just, I was, I was really, it was a really tough uh, season for my life, and it was a really hard trial. Um, he tried to get me to doubt if Jesus was really the Son of God. He, he tempted me to go into, I would look up YouTube videos, and my dad would tell me to get off of, um, of YouTube because those people don't really have a good, uh, a good, whatever. Uh, but anyways, uh, I shouldn't be on YouTube, basically. Because there's a lot of people that don't believe in God, and there's a lot of people that try to sway your opinion and your, and your faith. But I got into that stuff. I started, uh, I started looking into that stuff, and there were so many different opinions and so many different people that believed different things that it sent me into like a downward spiral. And I was, at, I was at the bottom probably. That's probably the most depressed I've ever been because I didn't want to, I didn't want to doubt God because I knew deep down that he was there for me, and he's been there my whole life, even when I was a sinner, and even when I was living in sin, he was always there for me. But the devil really, really, really went out like on a major attack on my life, and tried to end my. He tried to end my ministry. He tried to end my relationship with God and everything. I give. I really thought about giving up. I didn't want to deal with it anymore. I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to be depressed about it anymore. And I just wanted to be happy again. But at the. <clears throat> at the the best time possible we actually went me and my family went to a revival at church on the rock which is my which is my aunt and uncle's church and that night um it was a really good service it's probably one of the best services i've ever been in uh my aunt spoke a really good message and it was really good and when the altar service came i went up to the altar and actually got refilled with the holy spirit for the first time in a really long time And my aunt also prophesied my call to preach, which I had a feeling that I was going to be called to preach because my whole family preaches. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, my, she prophesied my call to preach, and I spoke in tongues, and every, it was just a great service all around. And that really boosted my faith. Like, I was in a really good spot for a good two or three days, maybe. But then doubt started to come in again because I wasn't at that level of, being in a church service like that and wasn't around the the spirit like uh we are we're not around the spirit as as heavy as we are all the time uh, yeah. but uh the doubt started to creep back in i found myself right where i was before uh really depressed and i just couldn't figure out why this was happening to me happening to me i started to doubt god and like get mad at him and blame it on him that i was going through this and uh it was just it was just awful I would cry every day just asking why God, God why I have to go through this stuff and 
why I have to go through this hard of a trial and almost lose my faith. Um, but one day, I was in my car. Out of all times, I, I really didn't think anything was going to happen on this car ride back from Richmond. But uh, on my way back from home, from school, it hit me that I, the only thing I really need to do is be still and let God fight my battles because that doubt is something that I can't fight on my, on my own. It's something that God has to take care of, and it's something that I'm going to have that I had to endure until he thought it was necessary to lift that off of me. And that car ride back was really a miracle because I was, I was really about to give up. I was being influenced by so many things, but he came, he, he came and gave me a miracle and just got rid of all the doubt, and it's basically gone to this day. I don't doubt God's existence one bit, and Jesus is my Lord and Savior. So... Um, I also have some uh, some scripture. Uh, the first one is Psalm seventy three twenty six. It says, "My flesh and heart may fail, but God is the strength of my of my heart and my portion forever." So basically, when I read this, I actually have a a note like the notes app on my phone, and I write notes on my phone when I when I'm reading. And when I saw this, I was like, "Yeah, that really applies to me because my flesh." And my heart, they just weren't in it. They were just about to give up, and they didn't want to fight anymore for God. And they were, I was just so fed up with having to fight the doubt and trying to be a Christian at the same time because I felt like I was just, I wasn't a real Christian. And I felt like I wasn't doing anything for God, and it was all in vain. But in the second part of this verse, it says, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever, which means that God is the only strength of my life and the only part, the only thing that can fix every trial that can get me through every trial and really get me through it and help me because I have no strength on my own because we're a fallen and we're a sinful flesh we can't do anything our own we don't have any strength and that's where the devil likes to play he likes to play for me he likes to play in my mind because I've always struggled with uh I've always struggled with like fear and anxiety and stuff like that so he saw a way to get in and try to throw me off my pivot with God and my relationship. But um, I just want to let you guys know that if we're really living for God and we're dwelling in him in our lives and we're trying our hardest, then there's nothing God won't do to tear down all of those trials and all those all those obstacles that come in our way right. to yeah. try to, to yeah. pull us back out. He'll always do something. He'll never let you go, and he's done it on many uh, many occasions for me. Um, I also want to read Psalms 34:22, which I thought pertained to this. Um, the Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Um, so we're all servants of the Lord. We all try our best to live for God, and we all try to do what do His business. Um, and what this verse says to me is that the Lord will ne- will. He'll never stop trying to, yeah, he'll never stop trying to uh, just help us as long as we're dwelling in him and as long as we're living our lives according to him. Um, we won't be condemned for that. I thought I was being condemned by God because I, I doubted his very, I didn't even know if he was real at one point. I didn't feel him. I didn't, do, I didn't feel anything. And I really thought that I was being condemned by, by God, that I was doubting so, so hard. But he showed me uh, on the way back from from Richmond that he's there and 
all I have to do is be still and let him do what he wants to do in my life. I don't have to do anything more. I can't do something that God, that only God can do. And that's what, that's a big thing I learned. And it's, it's a thing that really turned my, my faith and my relationship with God around because it was on the brink of just not being there anymore. Um, I have two last points that I wanted to bring up that doesn't pertain to my, to my testimony. And I just wanted to say that we need to learn how to be content with trials that we have because there's something that they're, they're something that's going to happen in our life no matter what because the devil is on pursuit of us trying to turn us out of our relationship with God all the 24-7 and that's something that I've seen with all my family all my friends and everything they're just the devil tries to get us out of a relationship with God and uh, make us go back to the world and sin and not care about it anymore but I just wanted to say that we need to learn how to be happy with and be content with um, with our relationship with God, even though it comes with trials. Uh, the Lord will always provide a way out because because we're his servants. And even in Psalms thirty four twenty two it says, the Lord will rescue his servants. And that is true. That's God's word. Um, I have another verse, Psalms 37.3. Um, Trust in the Lord and do good dwell on the land and enjoy safe pasture so I thought this really um, really pertained to the point I just brought up uh, trust in the Lord and do good which is uh, just being content trusting in him even though we're going through these hard times especially right now we're being tested a lot by God with the COVID stuff and not being able to be in church and really being locked up in our houses for most of the time but we just need to learn how to trust him and always uh pray to him and trust him during our trials and tribulations and the obstacles that get thrown at us and he'll always provide a way out uh i know this wasn't a really a really a long message it's kind of short but uh i just wanted to close with saying um never let the enemy brainwash you into his lies because he he very well could have uh brainwashed me into believing his lies and turned me into an atheist but God, but God came in. He came in at the at the very the best time possible because I was that close from just giving up and just saying I don't want to do this anymore. So God just came in and he he saved me basically. Um, I just want to close with this last verse right here, uh, Joshua one nine. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So that's something I always dealt with. Even right now, I am scared to death. I am very nervous still. But this verse says that we can be strong and courageous. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be discouraged because God's always with us. And that's just a simple fact. It's what the word says. And... Um, that's just that's just a little bit about my testimony and what I wanted to tell you guys. Uh, yeah, if Dwight wants to come and cl close out.